0: Welcome back everyone. You are listening to the CJJC Show. Embrace the controversy. Stay for the bias takes. Week 7 is here and Jalen and Christian preview the game slate. So sit back and enjoy the show. It's a nice, simple week for us bi-week teams. Here we are, week seven, primetime Thursday night, turning out to be not too shabby so far off the bat. Saints already scored.
1: Christian, how you doing? Um, right now just wondering how that just wasn't pass interference on d hop. Um, <laughs> of course it's the Saints are on the other end of this. Funny enough, um, but no, we're having some action going on this Thursday night football game. Might have a quite different result than what we've been having these past couple of weeks. Um, and also please keep the Broncos off primetime. Um, this is, this is horrendous. Um, Jalen, not sure if you saw the video, I think it was today or something. I, I saw it today, but they were asking Russ about like his injury, injury quotation marks around that the hamstring. Yes. Yeah. And they're like, you know, how are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm feeling good. Like, you know, it's like, you know, I'm, I'm healing quick they have like Wolverine blood or something like that. I was like, Oh my God. this guy Yeah
0: i did not see that interview
1: yeah russ Russ, the the fall of ross lately is just it's been hilarious like this man has gone from hero to heel like that (laughs) has not been pretty over here man like the fact how
0: fast they turned against this man it's uh it's wild how fast they just, yeah, like how, how they're eating them alive. But I love it at the same time because everything's coming out. You know, we're learning a lot about what's going on from Seattle, from both the running back now from Marshawn Did you hear Lynch. about that?
1: Yeah, yeah. Now we're hearing,
0: hearing from Marshawn Lynch's perspective. And, oh. I mean, he's been vocal for these last couple of weeks. Um, Richard Sherman. Yeah. He's been voc- very vocal every mm. time Russ has been on prime time. So, yeah, yeah. yeah man, he's, uh, he's under a spotlight. And a lot of people are saying – you know, he's probably going to crack soon, but I saw, him, I think it was McAfee today, how they were like, or wasn't, I don't know if it was McAfee, but now it's saying like how it's his hamstring and his agent tweets out, you know, it, he's going to, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. real exactly. pain. He's he, in real in pain pain. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, it's, it's ridiculous. Like that, that story that Marshawn was talking about, like how, if they were needed to communicate with him, they would have to go through his manager. What?
0: Yeah, guy, get to my agent. You gotta talk to my agent to get to me. That's what? just make an appointment because I'm
1: Russell Wilson. Like I don't understand how he's continuing this act. Like your team is obviously in the rust of just loss. You see videos of your teammates obviously not looking like they're in the happiest with moods. Um, Jerry Judy did not look happy. I would say, um, with Melvin Gordon as well. Melvin getting benched. Apparently, the, the LA was clowning him on the jumbotron, having like clown faces over his face since he was a former player with them. Um, yeah. And obviously, he got benched or some sort. Like we don't know what happened there if Hackett or the running backs coach like benched him. But he only got, I believe, two carries, uh, three or two, three, yeah. Three, three. Um, so that Monday night game was just, <laughs> and uh, we have one more Broncos primetime game. I believe that's in December. Um, I think we got one, two more actually. One or two more. I know it's in,
0: I know it's a long ways away, though. Like, I agree, I, I do know that much. It's like seven weeks away.
1: <laughs> it's so like, seven. keep that away. Give me what's going on here. We got the red rifle, looks like he's pretty smooth getting hit in Shahid on that deep bomb. That was pretty electric. Um, so we're yeah. off to a great start here at Thursday Night Football.
0: You can hear the excitement in Al Michaels' voice
1: when he saw that play happen unfold. He was like, hey,
0: it's sheen! Oh my god.
1: I believe like, this, may be, um, this may be the first uh, Thursday night game that had a, a touchdown in to the opening drive. I'm pretty sure because I don't remember any opening drives having touchdowns lately. I don't know if the opening week Bills probably did the Bills
0: score against the Rams maybe. Uh, unless
1: That might have been the last one. Yeah,
0: yeah, I was about to say, that's like opening week. That was opening week.
1: <laughs> so, and also I saw a statistic the other um, day or something, but – Compared to other years regarding touchdowns, we're below, like, I think 80 touchdowns at this point of the season compared to, like, the past two seasons. What are you thinking is the reason for this?
0: Um, that we're down on offense? and yeah, we down
1: on offense touchdowns, about 80, within, <laughs> compared to the other two years.
0: I think it's because we got a lot of – I feel like we've been getting a lot of young quarterbacks and a lot of, you know, teams have been injured, and it's it's tough to say because on one hand you have a lot of a lot i know another trend is like 80 percent of the games have been one score games you know like a lot of the games Mm -hmm. have pretty much been one score or like within four points like that type of thing so uh i think it's part of the nfl though trying to get these games competitive though you know like almost every game has been close and that's what they're trying to go for so
1: i feel like um, this is like every year though it kind of like starts off a little bit slow um and we're just a little down and then it starts picking up once team are in the rhythm of things. Yeah. Um and if and I did see this other day, but the team staff kind of started slow. It kind of is true back in preseason, they didn't have their starters then. And looking back at it, it it could it, it's very true. Like I've noticed the teams um that's like such as the Bengals, um, who else started slow coming out the gates? Um, Bucks, Packers. There were there were and starters, Baltimore, um, and just a bunch of teams that we expected a lot more expectations coming towards this part of the season is just not performing. I just think it's slower started the guy. I think it will start picking up here in a bit and as well. I think defenses have gotten extremely well. I um, mean, for example, Broncos defense, dude. If I'm the Broncos defense, I would slap Russ on the neck. Like, dude, pick up your stuff. We're playing lockdown. Patrickertain. That dude's an animal. I love the way he plays, dude. I, very, I feel like he's very underrated. I feel like he, his name doesn't get brought brought up a lot. So I think that plays a part too. I think defenses have gotten a lot better with their scheme sets. Um, so yeah, but I'm hoping for a lot more ramping up. We're about a third into the seasons. Mm, don't want to think about the, the sad, start, the, the sad, sad part of you know it being going away. But, but we're here, third in the season then.
0: Yeah, we're steamrolling through the season. Already a third complete, man. Um, yeah, these defenses have been. It's early, like you said, so these defenses have been showing their best and everything. So I think oh, I just really think it's just a, it's crazy how how much of the defense has been important, even though they've been like kind of handicapped at the same time because of passing, like uh, roughing the passer calls that have been happening mm. lately. Um, you have some usual pass interference, you know, debating. So all that jazz. What, what's your thoughts on the rough and the passer saga lately? Uh, it's, hmm, oh, here you go. Ravens bucks next Thursday. That's my uh, cutaway to avoid that question. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> but I'm going to say I understood it. I understand what they're trying to do, but I feel like they just need to find out because it's, it's like they're saying because they're what their cheat out is it's all depending on how the ref you know feels about the game so if the ref knows that it's an old quarterback and he thinks the vi- the hit was vicious towards that guy you know that's all based on the ref's opinion so it's like i wish they wouldn't make it opinionated i guess i wish it would be more you know textbook that would be my stance like i feel like it should be more reviewed but I don't know. I don't want it to be challenged, like the past yeah. interference. I do yeah. agree with that. Like, that's the thing I have heard.
1: Yeah, you know? and I was, was going to leeway into that. I don't want it to be a part of a reviewable thing because um, it's just going to be like the past interference saga we had, what, two years ago. It's just going to be end up sock. A lot of people are just going to push for it. And I have a feeling it's, it's, it's going to be passed. I have a feeling. it's If it's not this year, next year, it's going to get passed. And it's just going to be like the past interference We'll go through review. People complain about the review, you know, getting it wrong sometimes. And then we'll be back where we're at with the passing in France, where it's not reviewable anymore. So it's going to be a whole cycle of it. It has been very opinionated lately. Um, I have disagreed on a lot of these rough in the passer calls that I've seen. Uh, Jerome Booger needs to be put in a retirement home. Um, I've been, I actually believe he's referring this game, actually. Um, and the statistics of him on the home team have, um, been very positive if I'm not mistaken uh, about like an 83% that the home team wins if Jerome Booger is <laughs> referring the game uh, so we'll see how if I see Jerome Booger here I believe the Cardinals should win this um, I've been barely back and forth on this all week but I, I think the Cardinals should be able to pull this out it's not double XP weekend we're due for caught in about a week and a half so Maybe Kyler tries to get off all his juice now so he can have enough time to play Cod later. <laughs> I love that.
0: <laughs> I'm with you, though. I'm on, a, I'm on the Cardinals train as well. I think uh, I think this is like the, a must-have game for them. I mean, even though they're divi- at both these divisions, you know, three and three, you're still in it. Everyone's three and three pretty much in these divisions. Uh, so a loss here doesn't really knock you out anywhere. But a win does keep you in. It's weird. It, it's a weird moment in the in the season. But yeah. I think the Cardinals. You know, you get D Hop back. It's like a huge. You know, like a revive. I guess you can say. You know, like they get a fresh vibe. You know, I know it's putting a whole bunch of pressure on D Hop. But yeah. at the same time, it's kind of what this team has been needing. Might have been needing. So we'll see. It, I, I kind of I have been on the fence on this because both these teams are kind of mid. Yeah, but uh, to put it lightly, you know, these, but we'll see what happens. I heard that Jameis Winston's on the sideline as the emergency QB for both if Tay if Taysom Hill and uh Dalton
1: goes down. So, was he dressed? What a <laughs> solid rotation of QB. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. I mean, oh, kamar's 27. Why did I think tomorrow was a lot older than 27? That's um, but. No, these teams have pretty been mid but like you were saying like it's it's a weird part of the season where these these wins, like if you lose one, it's it, it can be very trouble, especially if you're in a, a division that's all compact like three and three and there's no clear one, just like uh the Saints right now, like you could try to pull something off right now and take advantage of the Bucks' slow start, but I have a feeling with the Bucks that we'll get to it later. Once they get a win and they'll start rolling, it's it's just going to be like their super bowl year i have a feeling where everyone counts them out everyone talks down on brady the same old story happens <laughs> and i'm i don't want it to happen i don't i don't want it to happen but i'm just i'm just staying optimistic of that side of them of brady um we'll get to that later but yeah hopefully this game goes worry but um, so yeah, we want to transition into these games of the week. Yeah, I was about
0: to say, let's go ahead. Speaking of transitioning, right. let's go ahead and get into these previews.
1: Oh, so, first game, we have the Detroit Lions at the Dallas Cowboys. Wow. Seven is the line with the Cowboys as the favorite at minus seven. Thoughts, Jalen. Um,
0: wow, Dak Prescott coming back, putting the Cowboys at a minus seven favorite. Dan Campbell, though, let's see. They're going to be inside a stadium, so that gives golf a chance. Um, if they keep it dome closed, that gives the lines a little bit of a favorite. But even though this is an away game, so it's like, do the lines cover at the away spread? That's what I'm going on here, you know. Uh, dude, part of me wants to say the lines get the Cowboys upset because of the Dak Prescott hype. But... I'm gonna say Dak. I think Dak and the boys can get the job done. Now, don't sound as confident as I have the last two weeks, but that's yeah. The
1: I was like, yeah, this is a different angle. <laughs> yeah, as I said,
0: don't sound as confident. Lines are coming off a of bye week. Um, so is Dak Prescott technically? Um, but I, like I said to Colby a couple days ago, we only seen three quarters of Dak Prescott, and those quarters weren't <laughs> good. <laughs> they so, they I'm were gonna not go ahead. In- I'm, I have my doubts, but I'm going to say they get the job done. What kind of formation is that? Oh, um, I'm oh anyways, it worked. I'm going with the Cowboys. Who you got?
1: I'm I'm going to go with the Lions plus seven. I, I like we said. I've seen three quarters of Dak this season, and they were not good at all. I <laughs> and I just the Lions off by. I didn't see it. The stack first game back off that thumb, just a little worry. Comes out a little slow. Um, and Lions kind of do their Lions thing and always just hang in there until the very end where they do lose the game, but they always cover. So I'm just gonna go with that game plan with this one.
0: Yeah, that's that's what that was my that was kind of my monologue there at the beginning because I was like, <laughs> that's where I came on the fence of this is like I think the Lions can cover this, but I also lean Cowboys, but. All right, what's our next one? That was a um, good one. That's gonna be a low key, interesting game. What did Colby have for us? Um, I don't think he had every game. I think he only sent Is that me the a couple. Locks. Okay. Yeah, let me double check it. Yeah, he just sent me the locks, and this was not his upset or statement game.
1: All right, so then we have oh, a good old classic: the Colts at the Titans. Titans are a two and a half point favorite. Colts at Titans by two and a
0: half. Oh, man. This one, this one I feel like is a big one for the division, man. Like, mm-hmm. I, both these teams are really like the tie break. The tie is so annoying with the Colts for me when I look at their <laughs> rankings and standings. It really grosses me out to see that 0. 0.5. It really does. But the Colts are on a roll, despite how ugly the wins were. They are they are winning. The same thing with Tennessee, but their wins have been a little bit more quiet in my book. So I'm going with the Indianapolis Colts.
1: Um, I'm going to take the opposite. Even though I don't like it, I'm going to be taking the opposite. I'm going to be taking the Titans, just because the Titans lately have always seemed to own the Colts. I, I think they swept them last year. And their first game, they were owning them. Henry was running all over the place with them. I believe he got two touchdowns to this game. Um, and I don't know. I just – it just seems like the Colts, it, they get on a little glimmer of hope and then they just get bashed the next game. Um, so, <laughs> I don't like it. I, I don't like it, but I will be taking Titans minus two and a half.
0: Going against his own will, he is taking the Titans. Oh, man,
1: you hate to hear it. You hate to hear it, folks. All right. Next one on the line, we got the Giants at the Jaguars, and this line is very interesting. The Jaguars are a three and a half point favorite. Wow, <laughs> that is. <laughs> I'll let you go. I'll let you go, but I have my.
0: Okay, I'm guessing how how are they three and a half favorites? I guess it's the home coverage, but I think this is also buying into that everyone doesn't believe that the Giants aren't legit that's why I even going like how maybe it's because I'm already b- bought into the Giants maybe <laughs> I bought into them so but I've been burned by the Jags a couple times already this season because I believe big in them so I'm going to step away from them I'm going to go on the Giants hype train on this one
1: <laughs> I'll take the opposite I, Jeez, Vegas, knows, Vegas knows something I I would have thought the Giants would have been a three-point favorite in this But the Jags being a three-point rate, it just smells trap game all over the place with this one. Because everyone and their mother is going to be on the Giants plus three (laughs) riding that hype train. And I don't know what Vegas knows. Vegas knows something. That's why I was a
0: little surprised when you said that. I was like minus three. It kind of made me want to roll with the Jags, but at the same time, I feel like this is going to be a part of that Giants (laughs) narrative where it's like, oh, they were underdogs again. And here they go again. So. (laughs) Who knows? It, but like you said, it, Vegas might It know reminds
1: something. me; it, it's remind it's giving me a glimmer of of um earlier in the season when the Chiefs were only a five and a half point favorite over the Colts. It's giving me that. It's giving me that. So I will be taking Jaguars minus three. There's nothing. I don't believe in the Jaguars in this. I am just doing it just because I have a feeling Vegas knows something I don't.
0: <laughs> that is respectable. Those are experts over there, man. All right, looks like. Cardinals might be able to put a stop. Dude has a towel stuck in his face mask, though. That's uh, that's unfortunate, right?
1: Um, all right, next game. We have Browns at Baltimore. Baltimore is a six-and-a-half-point favorite.
0: What down are you on right now?
1: I am on third down.
0: Okay, just watch that real quick. Um, and who was the six-and-a-half-point favorite? Baltimore. Baltimore. Oh, the Dukies. Uh, No, not going to touch them. Baltimore, I think they get the job done in the division. So I'm going to go ahead and take them. I think I'm going to keep it simple so you can go ahead and make your stand on that.
1: Yeah. um, I will be taking Baltimore six and a half in here. Um, I think this team is having their struggles. But me, Tristan, me truly, I don't mind it because we're having the struggles now and hopefully not later. They are fixable issues. Right now, fourth quarter gets along, and we just start playing Mickey Mouse football. Okay, Andy. Um, yeah, that's why I was about to say. I just watched <laughs> that third down. <laughs> okay, Andy. Oh, he's rocking the baby. Okay. Um, it's It's been Mickey Mouse football in the fourth quarter with clearly the run game is going extremely well. Um, like last week, Kenny and Drake was having a field day, and somehow we just stopped running the ball. I, I don't understand it. Um, when something's going good, you don't stop that. That is the simplicity of the football game. Like, it's if you run down your throat, you don't stop that. And and I have to give fault. Like, I mean, Lamar tried to play hero ball at the end. Um, I and mean, usually, most of the time, it's not Lamar's fault, I would say, but it was a little on his part there. Um, Defense kind of did its thing up to the very end. They did their best. I mean, the defense did play out pretty well, I would say, until near the end of the half. This, Like I said, this Mickey Mouse football needs to stop. We need to figure out a lot of communication problems as well. But we're getting players slowly back each and every week. And I'm really hoping by the time we hit the bye week, everyone's back, such as Ojabo, who we drafted in the second round out of Michigan. Dude was an animal at Michigan. Um, We have the same defensive coordinator that had to unlock his power when he was at Michigan. And then we got Bowser back as well. So we get our edge rushers back. Um, And then Gus the bus, I very deeply miss. I love Gus the bus. Him and JK are a a fantastic one-two punch, lightning and thunder. Um, so hopefully those guys are on a PUP list. Um, they have to be activated off the roster. I believe maybe the end of this week or next week. Um, so, but I think Baltimore is due for a beatdown on one team. It always happens. Baltimore just, they, this literally happens my entire life as a Baltimore Ravens fan. We get into a skid and then that one unlucky team just gets absolutely beat down for no reason. And, I think we're due here for Cleveland to get an absolute random beatdown. Cleveland's defense has not been playing well at all. Um, ever since that Thursday night game where everyone's like, oh, Jacoby, like why is he a backup? Like this dude like, is clearly playing starter ball. Ever since that game, what happened? What no, has what happened, happened to Cleveland? Like, <laughs> I, I truly don't understand it. Like, I, I I, myself was like, oh, shoot, Cleveland like, I actually might like be onto something. No, no, completely wrong. They've gone the opposite way itself. Um, So, Brissett, I don't – I know we keep choking fourth quarter leaders, but I can't see Brissett be one of those guys that lead back in the fourth quarter unless they truly rely on Nick Chubb. Nick Chubb is the only way I can see really destroy us. Um, But we've been playing the run game pretty well. Um, So, hopefully the momentum keeps in and Baltimore bounces back because we have to go to Tampa next week. And I'll get to that later when we get to Tampa, but I really hope we get back on track now. All right.
0: This, I'm glad you said that because me and Colby, Colby, I guess me and Colby had a question for you on Tuesday and this one I thought was really good for power rankings. We had a rate, I ranked the Ravens higher than the Bengals on my power rankings, but I had to make this statement right now. The only reason why I put the Bengals on my power ranking is because right now at this moment, because the Ravens don't have it together. I think the Bengals are trending in a more positive direction
1: than the Ravens. And I know you hate those corn balls, but what do you feel about that? I hate those corn balls, but they need their only issue right now that they need to solve, but I don't, I haven't seen too much improvements on. Okay. All right. We're going to keep running that. Um, yeah. I was supposed to say Kylie did his toddler run. <laughs> um, no, is their line? They're lying. Like I, I understand their issues, but I felt like they would have gelled a little more by this time being of week six of last week, but the saints were still getting to Joe Burrow. Like it was nothing.
0: I told um, you man, Cam Jordan was, no, was nothing to laugh at. So
1: <laughs> the Bengal, the Bengals are like in a positive direction. It's just that that major problem. And I mean, it's a very key component of football. If you can't get the ball out and Joe's dying back there, like they're not going to have enough time, um, but no, yeah, they're, they're trending in a positive direction, upwards, um, and Baltimore just has to figure this out before Bengals. Because Bengals are the only threat to the north. My um, like Steelers will probably find a way to sneak into the playoffs, but I don't see. We'll find out. We'll find out about this. We'll seasons. find out. That one's I mean, gonna be an interesting one. Tallman's a great coach. Um, Tallman got the boys right. Ratt- we'll get. To, I'll get to that later. But yeah. Talman has the boys rattling. Um, but the Bengals are only threat to the north. Um, but I think Baltimore will get their stuff together with players coming back. I mean, it, it always happens. It's giving. I mean, our Super Bowl year, we are freaking struggling, like left and right, and we got it together. It just happened. It just happens to be who's that hot team at the end of the season. So that's why I'm not hitting the panic button. And I'm remaining optimistic rather than a whole bunch of other fans. I stay optimistic even though and also the wide receiver thing as well. I'm I want to touch on that.
0: Yeah, I didn't say Bateman. That was the other thing I was going to say. Cuz you didn't say his name. Cuz
1: you didn't say his name. What? The I know wide Oh rec- well, yeah, I'm Bateman's hurt. And like I understand we have a young wide receiver core and we're not out there spending all our draft picks trying to bring in someone. Don't get me wrong, I would love I would love someone like that. Yeah. But we're a our, our offensive scheme runs through our tight ends. Like, I I don't understand that sometimes. Like, you have to understand, like, Mark Andrews just finds himself open every single route, majority of the time. I mean, the dude's an animal. I love yeah. Mark
0: Andrews. He overcame, uh, I think he's like the more, it's literally Kelsey and Andrews this year. That's what everyone's saying yeah. for tight
1: ends. Kelsey, Kelsey and Andrews, top t- top two tight ends in the league. Kelsey's still number one. Andrews, I believe, is number two. Yeah. Um, and Andrews is... Lamar's right-hand man. That man just finds him. Always open. Um, so, and then hopefully our um, rookie that we drafted, Isaiah Likely, he's been slowly picking up speed. He was a preseason hype guy. Um, and then we just got our Charlie Collar guy out of, uh, can't remember exactly what college he's out of, but he was hurt for the last couple of years. He reminds me of like a Dennis Pitta type of tight end back in the day. Um, so hopefully – and, and if it if it works, it works. But we also have to understand, like I was saying earlier, if the run game is working well, keep running the damn football. Like, it's just run down your mouth. Um, and hopefully, J.K. J.K. has some knee swelling. Hopefully, he's feeling better um, coming off the injury. Um, but if not, whoever has the hot hand, keep riding it. If Lamar is out there slinging it, keep riding that. Like it's, it's simple as that. Ravens offense works well when you're just riding that goddamn hot hand and running it down the mouth. Um, yeah, so, please find yeah, some consistency. <laughs> an offensive coordinator—I mean, I've, I've given him my shit in the, in the past, um, and I still do. Um, it's just—it's just the Mickey Mouse football sometimes that, and it gets too cute. He gets too cute with these screens. That's what pisses me off. And I—I I, could—I could probably say that for a lot of NFL fans out there. When you see your the coordinator um, pulling out these like wide receiver screens or running back screens. When you're clearly not in the tempo to do that, that can piss you off really badly.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've seen it firsthand. and I think a great example of a team that just runs screens and plays that make no sense are the Denver Broncos. Because yeah. <laughs> I was literally watching that game and I was like, oh, run, play, run, play, and screen to the running back. All right, there goes that screen, drive. Screens <laughs> and tend to be screen. my
1: least favorite play, just because it just seems to piss me off pretty quick.
0: I don't know if you noticed, but Madden, I never play. I never used the screenplay like that. Like a lot of people like to use the screenplay. I hated it. Like I'm with you. I'd never like this. I feel like to have your, anyways, it does work. Don't get me wrong. I like I it does know.
1: work. it. I'm don't get me like, wrong. It,
0: it yeah. works. It works. I know it works, but it's just so like. First of all, you're giving up your quarterback to like a blatant rush because your guys are like ditch. Anyways, but. I just don't like how you throw them behind the line. And then it's so readable now these days, too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so hard to get away with. I think that's the biggest thing. It's like most of the time it doesn't even work because it's so predictable. Right. Um, I digress. What's our next one?
1: Our next one. We are out. Oh, this is an interesting one. Falcons at Bengals. Falcons are actually Bengals are a six and a half point favorite. Wow, really? Because a lot of people are saying this could be potentially the game of the week. <laughs>
0: I would yeah. say this one would, would be one of them because Falcons are a sneaky, sneaky three
1: and three. Yep, yep, yep. I, I, I love the Falcons. I'm I'm loving the way I, I, I admit I was wrong. I'm a little wrong. Kind of how I thought they were going to be really bad. But Arthur Smith has the boys buzzing. I mean, he had beers with them that are weak, dude. If I was a player and I see my coach just slinging up ice cold but light after a win, you got me, coach. You got me. I'm ready to go to war, baby. Yeah, um, he
0: invited them up to the upstairs
1: suite to slam some brews, right? Yeah. that's wild, yeah. dude. That's a that's yeah. hype. And they're six and zero against the spread, cover gods. Um, and so that's why I will be sticking with the Falcon trains. Keep going with the wheels that until they fall off six and a half. All you gotta do is cover.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead. I though I just ranted about how I was like, yeah, you know, these guys are coming up to get you, yada, yada, yada. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say, though, we're going to take the Falcons. Like, I was just ranting on the Bengals, but I'm going to take the Falcons as well. Uh, for one, I like what Arthur Smith is doing. I like how he's identi- I like he's just going with what works with uh, Mariota. Like, he's just, suiting, mm-hmm. he's just running with what the team's best at. Um, the defense – I think they stole the identity of what the Panthers defense was last year. Now this one's the new young, swaggy defense, you know? So of the NFC South, they're young and they're AJ Terrell and all them are balling again. So it's good to see AJ back out there because he's been dealing with his injuries, but Mm -hmm. you know, these guys, they're hunting them down, you know, and they're playing very old school, classic football, like the giants, you know, Um, it's awesome to see Cordell Patterson run the football sucks that he's hurt. But I mean, their backs are getting the job done, too. So, it's and just.
1: With, yeah, and he has he has Mariota. The thing they're winning is what I'm liking is they're, they're not asking too much out of Mariota. I believe they're, like, they have a 90-something percent chance of winning when Mariota is uh, thrown below 13 passes a game. Like, <laughs> you you get within the 10-yard line, just ask that man to run in the ball, you're golden. Just run down their mouth. Um, it just sucks that Cordell is out. Um, so that is the one downplay, but their backup, the backups, um, not too familiar with their names, um, but they've, they've been all right. Um, so that's in the Falcons defense, just stepping up. I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing out those boys, the dirty birds. They're fun to watch. They're, they're really fun to watch. It reminds me of the old old days when um, Matt Ryan and Julio, Roddy White, Roddy White. That was, a, that was the one person I was thinking about the other week. I was like, that was a dog. I, I remember him back in Madden. That dude was a dog. Um, so I'll be taking the dirty birds. There you go. A little team rally there. Cause first we were split, but now we're starting to come
0: together. All right. What's our next one?
1: This one. I'm interested to hear what you have to say about it. Packers at the commies Packers are a four and a half point favorite. I believe early in the week, they were a six and a half point favorite. If I'm not mistaken.
0: Packers at the commies four and a half favorites. I'm going with the Packers, even though Heineke is starting, and my favoritism for Heineke is strong. But I need to be realistic. Heineke's not having his hype man Chase Young on the field, so I don't think. uh I don't think I don't think the Washington defense is going to be able to keep up. I think it's not going to be. A, I think Rogers is going to be just fine dealing with Washington's defense. Is
1: what I'm trying to say. So. It's your own boogers freaking disgusting self out here. <laughs> um but no um i think the packers are kind of similar to the baltimore they're just due for a beat down a random beat down um <laughs> i'm i'm just gonna keep i know i said it last week i'm just gonna keep going until the packers just have that random beat down and four and a half for the packers against that trash of a team even though i love heineke he brings energy and you made a good point chase young where it, wasn't he supposed to be back by now
0: no idea um that'd be something that should be looked into because he's been on the he's been dealing with another I don't know what he's been dealing with actually I want to say another re- injury or he might I be suspended
1: I think it was like beginning of season at training camp he like hurt like re-hurt himself or something like that and I remember Rivero is pretty pissed about it If I'm not mis- unless I'm making this up I could have sworn I saw something like that and Chase Young, like, he was a difference maker. Back when he was on the field, man, that dude was an animal. Um, he was a number two overall pick back then. and uh, dude, He was warned of that. Dude was a beast. Um, but if you're going to give me the Packers at only four and a half point favorites, give it to me.
0: Yeah. I was about to say, this screams uh, this screams R-E-L-A-X from Rodgers, you know? Yeah. Relax. Relax. You, can, yeah. you know? Yes, we lost to the Jets and Giants. But look at them. They're good.
1: Because We're you, you right can't you can't right afford
0: to the cons. You cannot. And if you need anything, if you want to practice simplifying, like he's saying, it's a perfect team to practice simplifying against the commanders. Yep. So yep. perfect team to go do that. Next
1: game, we have the Buccaneers at the Panthers. Bucks are 10 and a half point favorite.
0: Bucks by 10 and a half. Man, dude, it's like this is the what the second week now. They almost had a high high spread rate. Um, yeah, because they played the Steelers and they lost that one. Yep, but I don't think this outcome is going to happen the same. I think this one is the one now. Tom Brady lets his (laughs) anger. I know we've been saying it for two weeks now in a row. (laughs) Past two weeks we were saying, but this third time, this this is the third game. I think this is the game where he gets yep.
1: And Jalen, I am on the same way. I this like. All these good teams that started off slow, they are due for that random beatdown. And the Bucks, I'm going to keep riding until the Bucks do it because it's going to happen. It has to so happen, I'm, right? I'm it has win. to happen. Right? Better it just goes team off. Against the worst team in the league right now that is completely lost. So many trade rumors running around it. We got Robbie Anderson out there that just got traded away from a team because he didn't want to run your schemes. Beat me the Bucks at ten and a half. I don't care. I'll keep dying with this shit.
0: Yeah, I'll 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 take that L if he even comes not even close. It could be a close <laughs> if, if, one.
1: If, if PJ Walker comes in and beats the Bucks, I then, I, I, won't, I won't come on the show anymore. I, I'll quit. I, I won't come on. The show. <laughs> I would just sound the sirens
0: like that's the panic alarm now <laughs> for the Bucks. That has to and, be the panic and, alarm.
1: And I and I really hope this is the game that the Tom beats them down. Because Baltimore plays the Bucs next week, and I don't want Tom to be like, "Oh shoot, I've lost three in a row now. I need to win this game," and you know he'll win it. So that's what I'm saying, get your win now, so you can take a loss next week.
0: Get the win now, so you can lose next week. I mean, hey, that could be in the that could be in the cards here. I mean, from what we're predicting right now.
1: And funny enough, I would have gone to that um, Buccaneers Baltimore game next week if um if I still lived in Florida at that time being would have had to survive the hurricane, too. Yeah, I would have had to survive the hurricane. The <laughs> All um, right, one more. What we got? We got Texans at the Raiders. This is the first of the 4 o'clock games. Texans and Raiders. Raiders at a 7-point favorite, actually, just 7. The Raiders? Raiders 7-point favorite. They were actually, I think, 4.5 early in the week. I, mean, I could have sworn it was 4.5 unless I was thinking of something else. Since Colby's not here, I'm going to go ahead and say it. This
0: one is the Davis Mills hype train game that I can get behind on. Um, this is the one where he can do it all. Uh, you're going up against the Thunderhead that I've been calling out. That should be probably not a coach next season. I think everyone should know by then, but who knows? You got the bye week. So probably that's why the seven point favorite went. That's why I probably went up the points because of the bye week factor. But so did the Texans. So uh, I'm going to take the Texans.
1: Um, yeah, I'm about to have a little discreet. I think the Raiders beat down the Texans. I can't, <laughs> I, I think the Raiders have this easily, um, especially at Vegas as well. I, I I love Davis Mills, don't get me wrong, but I I just think the Raiders are finally going to start catching up speed while the Broncos slip, so the Broncos can finally catch them in the division. And Devontae – might let out a little anger that he can do professionally and not push a guy who's obviously charging for money. Um, so, yeah, he got jigged on that, man. <laughs> that man is for the back. Going...
0: <laughs> yeah, he got played. He really, he really played into that really, really poorly. Would
1: you do that? Would you do that? If you got pushed by Devontae Adams, would you charge him?
0: <laughs> it's a tough situation. I mean, he is a big dude, he is muscular. We don't know how much
1: force that man put into that push. All right. Kamaro, please run this in. Um (laughs) ah, yeah, I'm I'm gonna take the Raiders here. I can't. Uh this tech. And yes, on the next game we have the Jets and the Broncos. This is gonna be an interesting one, I think. (laughs) It is if we can see the Jets get to five and two, <laughs> New York is busted, baby. I know Jets fans out there live in the moment. You guys deserve it. You guys have been in so much pain all these years. Live in the moment. You deserve it. Broncos are a one point favorite. So it's basically a pickup. Um.
0: Give me the Broncos. You <laughs> you disgusting me. You are disgusting. Hear me, me out. Hear me out. The defense up in the is more? going to be no. something that Zach Wilson has no. to seen. You're telling me the defense that made Justin Herbert throw what? He had to complete 36 passes, and he still only amounted to 200 yards and one no touchdowns. That's that's saying something for a defense. Do you think Zach Wilson's going to be? You're going to be ready to go up against that. I mean, trust me. I I know what's going on on the offensive side of the fo- of the football for the Denver Broncos is disgusting, and it's something that I don't even want to talk about either. But God dang it, man! I I have to say that our def- the defense is something I just cannot turn my head from. I mean, somebody if somebody somehow I don't if the hamstring is true, Russ, then don't play tomorrow. Please don't play if you're hurt. Don't play. Like for real. Like, please, I don't know who's the backup, but just don't play. Like, if you're hurt, just don't play. But Broncos country, trust the defense, but don't trust the offense.
1: Don't eat the food. Don't eat the food. I don't know how you sleep at night picking that guy. I don't understand how you do that disgusting cornball. Because I think I'm just as corny as he is sometimes. though. Dude, deep no, down, his, I think I'm almost no, just no, corny. His, I deep down, I think I can be his just corniness as corny. Corniness is like you want to punch him with throat corny. Like it's gotten to. It, do you think he acts like that when he's at home?
0: Maybe I don't know because like he had to be such a. I I couldn't tell you he's like if he's the ops complete opposite of future then maybe. But I I have to say that. Yes, yes. I, I want to say no, but yes. No. <laughs> Imagine
1: knows? if this man goes home and just turns it off, and he's just completely normal. <laughs> he puts this up
0: all over the media. This is the that's the rust that I would probably want to see though, more than you know this cornball that we've been seeing. You know this cheesehead. So I'm guessing you're taking the Jets, and why? Well, I'm, why, I'm why are the you taking I'm, the
1: Jets. I'm, th- I'm thinking, I'm, dude,
0: I'm going to keep
1: the Jets until the wheels fall off. Man, I'm enjoying the show they are putting on. The MILF Hunter man, salute, brother. I love you. Keep riding it, man. Um, you just have to get Garrett Wilson more involved, please, for the sake of my fancy team in one of my leagues. Um, just don't you should? Garrett, I mean,
0: they're training Elijah Moore or Mitchell. Yeah, Elijah Mitchell's just demanded a trade, today. more, more, yeah, more. Um,
1: so. well, he requested a trade, so um, hopefully, AJ that Brown sweets free Elijah. <laughs> He's an old mess, cute. Um, wide receiver and also Taysom. We forgot to mention Taysom Hill appearance. So um but yeah no I I truly think this Jets team um I said at the beginning of the year I love their draft that they did and those pieces are kind of coming together. Um Brees Hall dog. Garrett Wilson sometimes dog. Uh Jerome Johnson dog um Jermaine Johnson I think. Um and then who was that other pick? Oh, Sauce Gardner. That dude is a certified dog. Like <laughs> Sauce has been balling, man. That man, does, he's he's pretty locked down. I didn't think this early he was gonna be like that. This man's locking up top right receivers left and right. He's probably giving up most twenty yards when he's on man to man coverage with them. Go ahead, sauce. Do you, brother? I love it. Um, gotta try your Buffalo Wild Wing sauce whenever it comes out, if it has yeah, right. it out. um so, but really loving what the Jets are doing. I'm hoping, I'm rooting for the Jets. Um sauce, please pick six at Cornwall. Oh, baby, please. Pick, six, that cornball. Oh, careful! The, it's, a the, it's a little spicy. Mean, God, it's a little the spicy. The media would love that. Oh, they would run with that against Ron. Let's see <laughs> what kind of
0: what kind of talk can you say. At the end of the game, what Jets? Jets? Jets country? Let's ride. What is that? Jets what Sauce country. can say at the end? Of, like someone's what gonna say that. that. The interview. Jets country. Let's someone's ride.
1: Someone's gonna say that. Jets country. Let's ride. What you heard it here, folks. You heard it here first. That'd be hard. Jets country. Let's ride. <laughs> Cause Sauce had Sauce had the cheesehead last week, and then I love that.
0: I love it. He's gonna pick Kirk Cousins. I and I'm gonna be so pissed off when that happens. I know it's gonna happen to because we do play him. I'm pretty sure um because we have the tour of new york as
1: well it's because that um i mean his first pick it's due at some point um who the who is juking out all these guys um but no but give me
0: the jets here all right that's a good one that is gonna be an underrated game maybe especially when the jets are upcoming and the broncos are just falling apart and it's the next one you know it is
1: at denver so those fans are already pissed enough um (laughs) so we'll see how they'll, they'll react um So then we got Chiefs at the Niners. This is a possible game of the week. I think this one is one of Colby's games of the week. Um, Chiefs are a two and a half point favorite, but it's at San Fran.
0: I don't give a damn that it's at San Francisco. Give me the Chiefs Um, because San Francisco is a little depleted still even though they are coming back home and getting that rest that they very, very much needed because they didn't make that trip back home last week. They just stayed in Carolina uh, or where, wherever they stayed. That cost them. They stayed in Atlanta. That's where they stayed. They just stayed out east. Yeah. So they ended up just staying out east. Uh, and that – I felt like that was a very big factor into why they lost that game was mostly because, you know, fatigue and just traveling all over the place. Really? Wow. So even though they're coming back home and they should be rested – and jimmy g is handsome i'm going with uh kermit the frog and mahomes and those chiefs because they just they lost first of all last week so that means do i think they're going to lose back to back no um and second it's mahomes it's mahomes so what do you got christian this is a tough one
1: this is a tough one and um because it's at the 49ers. That's what that's what bugs me. Um, because it, it gives me a little bit Rams at Niners feelings where everyone was kind of all over the Rams. But then San Fran has really good home advantage. Those fans do come out and have those uh, foghorns blaring. Um, so in that, in that Niners defense, really good. But you saw the injuries last week, how it pretty much determined without Nick Bosa, without that one corner they had, um, I think Nick Fosa is extremely, extremely great pass rusher. Um, I think he's questionable, so we saw she if he is in this game. Um, and then Niners, I feel like Debo has been a little quiet lately. I don't, I'm not sure if I'm being mistaken, but I feel like Debo has been a little quiet. Um, so, hint, hint at um, possible uh, their due. Um, but I'm going to take the Chiefs. Patty coming off a loss. You can't take two back-to-back losses at the Chiefs. That's not happening. Chiefs are kind of finding the rhythm. Patty's kind of on this revenge tour of showing that he can do this without Tyreek. Travis Kelsey once again continues to find himself open on every single play. Wears bright yellow gloves. How do you miss him? He's the big white guy coming at you. Like <laughs> I double team the man. How do you leave this man wide open every play? He just finds him. Um, so give me give me the Chiefs at two and a half. All right, all right. And next game, we have the Seahawks and the Chargers. Chargers are a five-point favorite.
0: Seahawks at Chargers.
1: Well, even though
0: Geno Smith has been balling, I'm taking the Chargers because they are surging in the right direction. Um, Even though that game against Denver was gross, I think they're going to take that as a win. And because uh, wins win, and you're going to go ahead and turn around and you're going to walk away and you're going to say, That's that. Uh, they're going to dust their hands and we're done. We don't have to worry about that. And for another couple of weeks until we have to deal with the Broncos again, but hopefully by then they'll probably implode. So I'm saying Chargers to keep the good vibes rolling in Seattle. They're still in the thick of it because your division was mostly three and three. So still not out, but definitely
1: this is one of those games I think they lose. I really want to take the Chargers. I love the Chargers. I really do, but, but they just make dumb decisions. Brandon Staley is going to cost them a big game. It it's going to happen. It it just it's bound to happen if he keeps going on fourth down. He's he's fourth down hungry, but he doesn't even do fourth down in the most logical places. Like it's going to bite them in the ass at one point, point. Um, and I'm afraid it's going to be a bigger game. It's not going to be this game. It's just Seahawks, but. Seahawks are the number one offense in the league. know has these boys rolling. Um, they come on off a bye. Give me, give me the Seahawks. a half, plus five. Um, Herbo, he's uh he you can tell is still having that rib issue. That's definitely affecting him. Um, and also the Chargers, um, a point I want to take. I'm not sure if you saw it, but DraftKings had a boost, of plus 100. It was from minus ten thousand to, or like one thousand to plus 100 of Herbo to throw a touchdown, and um, of course Herbo did not throw a touchdown. Dude, that <laughs> so- thing just kept going down, down, <laughs> down, down, down. down. <laughs> DraftKings got away with highway robbery on that.
0: Dude, they got dude. Did you know how many people were just devastated? <laughs> what happened like like i'm telling you like that is still like an accomplishment for the denver defense and as boring and as terrible as that game was for most people for all the defensive heads that thing was an art masterpiece of how they just locked down justin herbert but i think he's going to uncork that bottle because that thing is pent-up aggression from last week is going to explode
1: and i know i've um, I've been saying for the past uh i think three weeks um probably ever since i've been on show. Um, that Keenan Allen is back. For the love of God, Keenan, please get on back so I, so I can stop saying you're back and then you get put out on the day of the game. Come back so I can finally be right that you're back. Um, so
0: <laughs> no longer announcing that Keenan Allen is back until he is uh, until he actually plays a snap. I think that's what I,
1: I am saying. Keenan Allen is not back, so he'll come back on Sunday. Um, <laughs> I'll be taking a Seahawks plus five until Geno. Finally dies off till
0: the hype dies off. I agree with the wave, I can understand it. All right, who we got
1: next? We got Sunday night. Oh, uh, we got Steelers at Miami, <laughs> at Miami, seven point favorite. A lot of it's just straight sevens is one of them. Give me the
0: Steelers because I like Tomlin. Um, That was a very Mike Tomlin win last week. I think you nodded, you nodded to it earlier in the episode uh, about Mike, Mike Tomlin's coaching capabilities. Uh, this is one of those games where it's like, hey, Mike Tomlin, if you want to keep that uh that record alive of never having a losing season, this would be one of those games where it's like, this you could get it back, you know, because you got Tua coming uh, to supposedly coming back. I'm not 100% sure if he is in. That's probably why the spread probably jumped that high to seven, it's because they're probably confident that two is playing. But, um, you're Mike Tomlin, dude. You got this guy that's coming back off of injury, surprise him with some, give him some, uh, give him some schemes that he hasn't seen in a minute. And, uh, for Mitch Trubisky's sake, uh, or Kenny Pickett, because I don't know what that concussion protocol going on going on for him you know so i just think mitch trubisky has to come into this game fire lit under him you know he's not getting the job back he already knows it but he needs to prove himself to everyone at at least that he's not you know not a what is it a pushover yeah he's not a pushover so
1: i've um i've been very conflicted about this game because like i was saying earlier i mean tomlin i he uh He'll get the boys rattling. Thomas one of the greatest coaches to be up there. I mean, he always just finds his way to just get the boys rattling together when clearly they're not the best team. But Miami truly relies on Tua. This game, I don't know what Tua is going to come out after that injury. <laughs> if Tua comes out, kind of how like he was playing at the beginning of the year, Dolphins should easily win this just dumping off the Jalen Waddle and just deep bombing it to Tyreek or vice versa. But this is the first game back since a significant head injury and all eyes will be on Tua. Um, Get that first time. Please throw it to DeAndre. Um, But this is going to be on the spot. I wasn't, the whole time I kept looking at this one. Mm, Give me the Steelers. Give me the Steelers. (laughs) You're making, some, uh,
0: you're making some inner inner demons are going to be screaming yeah, at
1: you. Yeah, a lot of inner demons on today's show. A lot of inner demons, but you got to do what you got to do with some of these matchups, dude. All right, um, I, just, I, want I just you to think, take a look I, at the screen real
0: quick because yeah. I think it's about to happen on your screen, what's going on with Kyler and uh, what's about to happen with Cliff Kingsbury. So they're going to not get the ball snapped on time and Kyler is going to be PO'd <laughs> big time screaming at Cliff. If this is first and goal for you. Yeah, 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 And that's why I was like jaw dropped because I was like, oh yeah, all- he
1: is. Oh, explode. Kyler's Oh, okay. All right. He's like, he's like oh, oh, little yeah, baby's Oh. Okay. Oh. He's jabbing at him.
0: <laughs> like to the point where d had to step in, bro. Like D-Hoff, the guy that just came back onto the field with uh, worked out with these guys. Like he had
1: to be the one to be is- like, yo, cool, chill. <laughs> <Jeez. laughs> and we saw this last week. Was it last week they were yelling at each other?
0: Yeah. Oh. I remember I Remember at the preseason, Kyler was like challenging Cliff Kingsbury to the point where he wanted to call out coaching plays. In the fourth quarter, remember? And how that went? That went poorly. And then the second time around, he actually did a lot better than the second time around, but. Damn. Oh, P.I. Let's go. Try it again. Go to D-Hop one more time. Oh, God. It's...
1: <laughs> that was hilarious. Uh, it, it was. It's just funny because they clearly don't like each other. They don't <laughs> anymore.
0: God damn it. Whatever was there is gone. It, it, that's what that's looking like.
1: No, no, and if, if if Cardinals don't make the playoffs, obviously they're going to keep the guy that they paid a whole bunch of money towards, and Cliff's going to get the boot. Yeah, that's what everyone knows right
0: now because Kyler did get paid, so which I, I Monday night? What? What? Who is it? I complete. I I feel like I'm blanking on it because my mind doesn't want to watch it. Dude, it's America's game, dude. It's freaking the Bears at the Patriots. Bears <laughs> at the Patriots. Shout out our boy. Actually, never mind. He gets a primetime spot to show off his uh, artwork and we're
1: talking about our, a friend out at the uh, Patriots field maintenance. Yes, sir. Yeah. He's, he's doing God's work out there. um, putting it out for America's game. Um, spraying, putting out his art as usual, just the carpet crispy lines out there. Dude, those lines shout are out. nice. When you see shout those out, mowing Matt.
0: lines on Gillette field, just know one of our boys are out there doing it. So shout uh, out,
1: Matt.
0: Yep. Shout out big guy. All right um speaking of i'm gonna go ahead and i'm gonna go over and roll with the the art man himself i'm gonna take the pats no matter who's behind the helm even though they might rush mac jones out there i'm gonna take zappy even though i think i i don't know who's going to be the better quarterback in this scenario um christian i know you gave you made fun of our patriots fan in our chat so
1: who would you roll with zappy or mac jones I, give me zappy he gives at least some personality to this goddamn offense like this first couple weeks when mac was all the patriots fans were complaining like dude what are we doing like we're literally playing mickey mouse football <laughs> and then when zappy comes in he electrifying um so he brings a little little flavor to it there's an easy answer patriots minus seven and a half um patriots might just pummel the, these bears um and i have a feeling if mac jones starts Mac Jones will struggle. First half happens. No touchdowns from either team. Slow start. Maybe a rushing touchdown. <laughs> Bill Bill pulls Mac. Bill pulls Mac. Zappi comes in second half. Running through. The whole stadium loses their mind. They're like, oh, look at that! A late round QB coming in to save the day. Who does that remind us of? Tom Brady. Uh, Nostalgia does pull a heavy factor into this. Nostalgia does pull a heavy factor. Um, so easy answer: Patriots plus seven and a half. Not going to go too much more in depth, but. Yeah, I didn't
0: really want to go into it. Uh, maybe if the Bears completed, I'm going to say, Justin Fields, your completed passes for this week should be around 22. I I'll think you almost got 16, to that number I'm last week. 16.
1: 16. 16?
0: 16, 16, 22 is too much? 16. All right, 16. All right, 16.
1: I think that's a fair number. 22 what was, what attempts, 16 completions. <laughs> what, At was the, what was the NFL thinking of when they put this game on Monday Night Football? Like, wh- why, why did they think this was going to be good? I don't... Uh, I, I
0: i truly i truly couldn't like piece it together for you understand the patriots hype behind it you know like patriots home game those always sell out on prime time you know the patriots crowd always does well but the bears no offense to bears but like really they like really you really, feel the bears <laughs> really? Were gonna be worth on the time. you think they were gonna be worth the hype on week seven so uh <laughs> This one's already a snoozer when you put the Patriots with the Bears because they are two defense, two defensive franchise histories, too. So already going in, it's like, oh, okay, here we go. It's going to be a gritty one, folks. And watch it be super cold or somehow, too. It's going to be like freezing cold in New oh, yeah. England. Yep. And it's going to be like only running the ball. And like you said, for the first half, and it's going to be gross. But it's going to be a primetime game. We're going to watch. Manning and Cast will be back for that game, so I'll be watching it. <laughs> All right. That's all our games. Bye-week teams. Um, I know my Vikings are one of them. I'm trying mm-hmm. to see if I can pull them up real quick here. Teams that are on a bye. Colby had them lined up last time. Wait. Oh, man. My, my thing's glitchy. It's
1: Fantasy um, is glitchy
0: right now. Yeah, my yeah. It,
1: fantasy's on the, on the
0: nationwide glitch right now. Okay. I was about to say, because that's why I went to to check this uh, information out, but it's it, because I was like, wait a second. I had to check because they put D-Hop in, Rondale Moore, who I am starting, but they're saying they're on a bye week. Yeah. but you know, so, I had to look
1: it up. I was like, uh... <laughs> well, interesting. I don't know all the teams that are on bye week. I'm going
0: to try the NFL. Bills, Sorry.
1: Bills, Vikings, Rams, and... Uh, well my missing. Missing some. Eagles. Fun. Eagles.
0: That's right. That's right. Eagles. Oh, wow. Uh, those are uh, uh, those are good bye week teams, Christian.
1: Uh, uh, lead, oh, the Rams out, lead the Rams out of this.
0: No, no, I gotta keep them in this. Let's get some LA hate going oh, here. Let's get some.
1: They're having that hangover very badly. That's yeah, Red Iron
0: Heights. They uh referred to that. Oh, I saw that today. Um, their episode of the I Super got enough hangover. hangover.
1: I haven't watched it yet. I want to watch it later.
0: Yeah, it's a good little one minute <laughs> skit, and it's uh based on the movie's Hangover. I highly recommend. So I'll oh. take. up of this? Well, heed your advice. Ignore the Rams. Um, five and one Vikings. Five and one Bills. And the 6-0 and Eagles, I don't even want to ask the question out loud to you, but this was something that I automatically saw when I saw these teams where, holy, these are all playoff teams, right? Yeah,
1: all playoff teams. All playoff teams, no question about it. I don't think so. I
0: was about to say. um, I was going to say, which team would you be the most confident in going into this playoff scenario, Bills, Vikings, or Eagles? Bills. Bills?
1: Bills. Even though they're in the toughest,
0: uh, toughest division in football right now.
1: Yeah. But, next to the Eagles um, as well. Bills, Bills. I just, Going into the playoffs, past wildcard, that's when I'll start getting worried because I, I've i been, I said at the beginning of the season and I have a feeling the Bills are just going to have a heartbreaker once again. Um, the, the Super Bowl favorites coming into the season, there's only been two that won it in the past 20 years and those were both Patriots teams. And so... I, I have a feeling the Bills. Everyone's it's similar to the Eagles. Similar uh, the Eagles. Like um, I don't want it to happen, to y'all. But the heartbreaker it, it just seems and always lingers when you don't face too much adversity. And it, so, but Vikings. I think I think Vikings. Vikings got the dog in them. Got to keep pushing on the metal with this creativity and keep Kirk off eight PM games.
0: Yeah, I was about to say really hoping we just don't get flexed to any games in the future to uh-huh. affect this take. Um, I'm going to say the Vikings are my most confident playoff team just because our division has fallen apart a little bit. The Packers are a little struck. They are struggling. Let's say what it is. They are struggling. We're two games up on them. I would have not expected that at the beginning of this season going into the bye week. Um and best thing is we're going into the bye week, and especially after watching Kyler explode on Cliff Kingsbury, we play them next week. So
1: oh, that's good.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was about to say we give me the Vikings spread. Give me the Vikings spread. And so, Cod
1: comes out next week. You pay the but the bank on the Vikings.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm feeling right now. At at the moment. At the moment. We'll see how this whole D hop in Rondale Moore game all. Because I got both of them they're right now. They're not doing too bad. I'm actually pretty happy with the you production. both of them? <laughs> yeah, I started both of them, man. I had to. Dude, my... Uh, the bye right, weeks folks. are really, like, yeah, the bye weeks are... <laughs> folks, no, no, it's not, it's not even the bye week, folks. Let me just tell you right now. I was that guy that had not only D-Hop, but went running back eccentric. Oh, um, my team was pretty much a running back farm for the first few weeks of this league. And until D-Hop showed up, Uh, I've been one in five or one in six, I think. One of the two.
1: I have Zach Ertz. So
0: it's been a, yeah, I've been one in five. So not the best start, but I, I did say, I think at the beginning of the season that I was willing to trade my success on fantasy football for the Vikings, who are now five and
1: one yeah you do and so. i might
0: have to regret i might end up paying for those words you might, <laughs> might, you might it's starting to, to look like i might end
1: up paying those you words. Might, you might have to eat waffles yeah for, so i'm not looking
0: how, i'm not looking forward to that waffle house or i probably would prefer ihop to be honest oh i personally would did?
1: do ihop as well i would personally do ihop as well.
0: yeah i was about to say i i would know what i would be doing if i went to an ihop personally so but Right now, though, I'm gonna let the Vikings make me make me stress that a little bit. That superstition.
1: It's kind of like how Thanos is like, you know, what did you do, at what cost? <laughs> what is yeah, it cost?
0: Literally everything? at what cost? <laughs> if I, if my team comes in dead last, but the Vikings somehow pull off an NFC Championship, I'll be okay. I'm okay with a Super Bowl appearance. I, I if I have to eat waffles, I'm fine with an appearance. You know. In a heartbreak for a lifetime. That'd be worth the heartbreak of a lifetime because then I can eat it off with pancakes. That's the thing. Like the next day I will definitely be at IHOP probably in my Vikings gear and just eating those pancakes of sorrow (laughs) for 24
1: hours. (laughs) I was talking about this at work and I was like, it's crazy to think about how much how sports really has a chokehold on my life, like <laughs> on my morale, just coming into work. Like my coworkers are already familiar now. If the Ravens lose, don't talk to me. Um, I, I don't talk to me on Monday. It takes a Tuesday for me to recover because um, I come in just pissed off, just blank face. But if Baltimore wins, oh, and a circus it. play. Oh, he jumped high as fuck. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that's but what i thought yeah. too it's a pretty impressive play No, uh, but yeah so just literally all handy dandy i can touch the sky kind of mood whenever my sports teams win when they lose you're just like i want to end i want to end it all <laughs> they really have an impact on your life and it's truly it's truly amazing love it
0: yeah i'm not gonna lie that's why i haven't been like in
1: public at least i haven't been trying to talk about
0: my vikings i wear my hat loud and proud, that's it i just wear my i still wear my little handy dandy vikings hat and that's about it you know it like, <laughs> there it is so that's all i gotta say you and then when i lose there's the when we lost to the eagles that week it was painful to wear that hat i literally sat i sat in front of the mirror i think for a good solid five minutes debating on did i want to wear this hat before going into like work or drive around town for that week like i was like damn I'm going to have to hear all that Darius Slay talk, Kirk Cousins in in the primetime talk all week, that I did. And I really did. And it sucked. It really did suck. It really did suck. But you know what? It's the beauty of sports. My Timberwolves won last night. So barely survived the Thunder, which is a little concerning, but not as bad as Colby's Nuggets losing to the Jazz. So I'm okay.
1: That was bad. I got
0: smacked. It was hilarious when I saw that this morning. I was like, oh, my God all right christian colby didn't send in his monster performers so we won't do the monsters this week so what we will do though is our upset game and statement game colby for his upset game he chose the niners um i'll let you pick first for the upset game he picked the niners yeah colby you always have to be different it, was <laughs> it is the upset game. This upset game, I don't think, I feel like for him, it's like, oh, it's, it's as long
1: as they have a favorite spread. <laughs> um, give me, give me the Jets, the Jets, upset, cornball, cornball, somehow a favorite, give me the Jets.
0: <sighs> okay. Give me, oh, give me the Falcons. I don't know why. We've completely dodged that one. I'm going to take them. Give me the Falcons for my upset. Well, it's going to be a tough one against the Bengals, but I, I, it's going to be a true upset if he pulls it off. Okay. Speaking of which, Colby's statement game is the Bengals themselves. So he's going against me. Um, all right. I'm going to go say my statement game. Giants. I want the Giants to beat the Jags in a sounding way, just like like. Yeah, they, be- they came back and beat the Ravens, but they were losing for most of that game. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and say I want the Giants to come out there and give me a win that looks like they just controlled the football game from point A to point B, you know, from start to finish.
1: Give me the Packers. Packers, four and a half, like absolute beatdown after losing two, one to the Giants, one to the Jets. you got to win this. You have to put out the statement like you're not completely dead. Because if you lose this, you're dead. There's no going back. I don't think so. After this, if you lose to the commies. Oh, yeah, Aaron Rodgers. Well, it's going to yeah. be an interesting McAfee episode. That's for sure. McAfee. I've been watching those interviews McAfee. on the Tuesday, too. And if so. you lose to the commies, Aaron Rodgers is not coming back next season. He's 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 literally <laughs> retiring. <laughs> and that's what's going to. Everyone knows that. That's the funny part. Everyone knows Aaron Rodgers is going to retire just out of spite. Just to be like oh, God, I'm 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 done dealing with this team. Awful team. Um so statement, you gotta do it back. All right. It's Lockham's time. We got eight
0: minutes left on Zoom. Thank you, Zoom, because we're not upgrading. Um eight minutes, Christian Lockhams. Will you go first? Who's your first Lockham?
1: Lockham, give me the no, wait.
0: You can't get the Jets, Steelers, or Patriots. Those are the ones that Colby already
1: got. Jets, Steelers, Patriots. Mm, Chiefs, two and a half. Did they get another pick six? Yep. Oh my god. You got Will you get? Sorry. Uh Chiefs
0: six uh, two and a half. Chiefs by two and a half. Yeah, that sounds like an easy lock honestly, when you say it out loud. Uh go ahead. My lock gonna be <laughs> my lock gonna be Broncos minus one. You disgusting piece of shit. I don't think I officially banished them from my list, though, because they have covered. When you
1: wake up on Monday, (laughs) Russ doesn't cook again. I want you to know that you did that. You made that pick. (laughs) We might have to let you on on Tuesday for
0: five minutes to let you just rant on me for making this pick if they don't win. All right. (laughs) We'll be like, all right. And here's that five minute call that Christian we promised him. (laughs) <laughs> and just you just like you dumb mother, you dumb <laughs> you dumb <butter-hunger. laughs> My next lock em though is gonna be the
1: Chargers. Ooh. Mm, that I con- I can't believe they actually threw two back to back pick sixes. Like baby. Yeah,
0: that was ugly. This game actually just got a little carried away now, it looks like, but we oh, got no,
1: very carried away. We went and hit the over for I think we actually already hit the over. I- it's at 40
0: right now. Or no, we're at 30.
1: No, okay. I'm sure we were 40, at 40. I think was, Yeah, we I think were at 40. Was, I was
0: right. I think it
1: was 45,
0: it was over or under. So. You know, so yeah, they're right there knocking on the
1: door. All right. <laughs> who's your second one, Christian? Second one. Give me Baltimore, six and a half.
0: Baltimore. Woo! That's a big spread. Well, I like it. Let's see, man, that's so nice of the Vikings aren't on here because I don't have to put the pressure of putting them on my uh, pickums or lockums. I'm going to go ahead. Oh, give me the. Uh, goddamn, Colby would take the Patriots. <laughs> this is tough. This is getting tough. Oh, oh wait, you got to pick it. Never mind. What am I doing? You just win. Yeah, you go. You get the next one. Oh, give me the give me a second to think here. <laughs> give me a
1: Titans two and a half. Titans, all right.
0: And I'll take the Giants. I'm going to double down. It looks like on them. They're going to be my statement and lock. So, uh,
1: I thought that was a touchdown. God dang it! I have Zach Ertz my team. God
0: dang. All it. right, Christian.
1: Final thoughts. Final thoughts. This game is kind of entertaining like i mean we actually have a thursday night game where i'm not gonna go to bed immediately Um, (laughs) hopefully hopefully we don't get a third pick six and then it'll get a little carry away um but we're right into the weekend good vibes going back to james madison tomorrow seeing the boys seeing the dukes beat down marshall hopefully um it was fun well it was being ranked um Will probably never be ranked again. Sad. No, we
0: will. We're in the Sun Belt. We'll get back up there. We just have to win them out. We just and get a gross bowl game. Oh wait, we can't this we year, can. but next
1: next couple of years we will. Yeah, I think it's two years. I believe mm-hmm. um, stupid rule, but whenever we do get a bowl game, I'll be at a bowl game. We can't win. We can't play for conference though. So I mean, can I at least show up there. <laughs> no. oh, we, can't, we can't play for
0: conference. Really? Nope dang that's disgusting oh,
1: yeah it's disgusting yeah our, our season's gonna end early <laughs> um so not but catch us here folks in about two years we'll be planning our bowl, bowl trips um but yeah, yeah heading heads in a good vibe uh alumni i'll be going god mode uh for the one time out of the year now um adult life so it, if you didn't know it takes a pull on the on the body um, so <laughs> gotta, it's gonna be a very painful Monday driving to work. <laughs> um, we got good vibes going into this weekend. Um, so hopefully, everyone out there listening, you take it in, let the sun sit on your face, and let's have some football, baby. Yes, sir. And going off of that, my
0: final thoughts just like his Vikings are on the bye week, so I'm taking it easy, man. It's a nice week, but NBA is back, so I'll be going into little bit of that you know get to watch that and not focus not stress too much on my my true passion for once but um it's been amazing man and uh good talking to you like always
1: oh and the, the there's do the parlay completely forgot about that. oh snap yeah that's right that's right all right about that uh, Dude, i know i did not
0: it's because the monsters we, we ignore the performance. Yeah, right, I've, I've, I've been on i've been on
1: I haven't hit in the past two weeks or so, but we're coming back. I got a good one this time. Um, so I don't have the final um, odds on it, but we're going to Aaron Jones with the first one. Um, they emphasize that they need to go back to the run game. That's what Aaron was talking about. He needs to feed Aaron Jones more. So Aaron Jones should be in the end zone, and I will be taking him two touchdowns as well. Um, the next guy, we got Debo. I hinted at it earlier in the, in the um, episode. Debo, it's been a little quiet lately. I think Debo gets back in the end zone. And then the third one, we will go to Chris Godwin. Chris Godwin has not hit the end zone at all this year. It's he, it's viable against the Panthers. Hopefully, like I said, Tom gets back into it, The contracts are slinging it around, and Chris Godwin is back on this. Chris Godwin's odds are up on here, but for right now with Debo, Aaron Jones, it's at 372. So, I'm guessing with Chris Godwin, it's about around plus 1,000 something. Uh, but that is their due of the week. And I will be taking a separate parlay of two touchdowns, like I alluded to, of Aaron Jones. I think Chris Godwin as go, well gets two touchdowns as well. So, I'll be parlaying that. I was going to say maybe Devo gets the other uh, second well, touchdown. Maybe, my, I might do all three and do like a round robin kind of thing with them.
0: I would love to see Aaron Jones get two touchdowns He's on my fantasy team, and he has been quiet, like you said. And if they do simplify things, that means a lot for Aaron Jones. Good thing we caught those. Lo- those. Uh, they are due because those dudes are due, and you are due, folks, to a good weekend of football. Thanks for listening. Woo! Thank you for listening to the CJ JC Show. If you want more content, follow us on Instagram, where we post weekly pick and other social media whenever that happens. Also, keep a lookout for our Pickums list so you can join in on the takes and all the fun. Peace out.